Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Instant Classic Podcast. My name is Jay Sud. With me, as always, my brother, Emory Ogletree II. What's going on, Tree? What's good, fam? And as you see, we've got my man, my little man, Emory Ogletree III, Trey, in the building. So he's just a little tired, so he's kicking it with us today. I love it. I love it. Jump into this. Oh, man, I'm I'm, I'm loving everything going around basketball-related right now. Man, I'm th- the basketball right now. It is the best time of year. Like we got the the tournaments going on, and then we got the NBA. We are down to under ten games for most of the team, so we are we we're at the playoff time, the playoff push, and I love it, man. Um, I know on a personal level, my Bulls they pretty much got that ten spot locked, you know, locked in, but they are within I believe like a game or a game and a half, maybe after today, um, of the eight spot, and it's like everything. Eight, nine, and ten in the East. Really, you can even nah. I think seven's too far away. Um, eight, nine, and ten are all up for grabs. Um, you lose two games and it's a wrap. You're you're not lying. I mean, right now you guys, as you said, are ten. Y'all sitting a game and a half behind. I mean, currently y'all losing to the Lakers right now. I think we're gonna have to chalk it up. Y'all probably gonna split this one this year. Mm-hmm. You know, Pat Bev got a little bit of revenge, but y'all sitting in the ten spot. Y'all well above. Washington. Yeah, 10 spiders locked in. <laughs> right. So it's pretty much your spot to lose. But, I mean, I think, as I said in the previous episodes a while back, I'm still rolling with y'all over teams like Atlanta Toronto. I mean, I think right now it's just, at this point, records almost go out the window. Yep. As long as, I, as long as y'all handle your business, when the time comes that we get to the playoffs, and as I expect y'all will, and we get to the playoffs and it comes down to that do-or-die game, I'm going with y'all. I'm not sure who's going to be you going to play. But it'll end up being you no know, Toronto or Atlanta. I'm hoping it's, I'm hoping it's not gonna be Miami. You know, I know I saw Miami lose. I just don't want y'all playing Miami. But if it, if it ends up being Atlanta or Toronto, I'm wrong with y'all. I got I got y'all to win that game. And then like I said again, I once y'all get to that first round, I think y'all y'all will definitely be y'all won't be an easy out. Not yeah, at all. I agree. And I'm keeping an eye on the Brooklyn Nets. They're currently at six, but uh they're only a game and a half over Miami. Um and... Oh, can we can we please touch on like the final oh. <laughs> the, the, the final the final nail in the coffin? Yes, I'm sorry. I I just I burst it <laughs> out laughing when the news of Ben Simmons being shut down for the rest of the season, the, the laughter that just came out of my mouth. I was like, that's that's all we did. That was the perfect curtain. Like insane. That's it. That was it. Oh my god. How it can't, it can't get any better for me. I mean, if there's anything that brings me out of the Laker you know, dumpster fire that I find myself in is when I see how that played out in Brooklyn. I mean, come on, man. I honestly believe, I'm not going to get to because we already know my feelings on Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. But I honestly, in my opinion, Ben Simmons needs to be in the same boat after his contract is up as Alonzo Ball. He needs to be in that same exact boat. Only difference being, we know Alonzo was legitimately hurt. I yeah. get that. But with all the dramatics around Ben Simmons, whether it be physically or, or I feel how I feel about it, but even mentally, I'm sorry. I can't trust this cat to give him no long-term deal. Oh, yeah. He needs yeah. to be in the same boat as, as Ball. They need to be in the same boat. You got to prove your worth. I'm not even going to put them in the same boat. I'm going to give Lon. They can be in the same boat, but I'm going to go ahead and bump Lonzo up to business class 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> while, while Ben Simmons has to has to be in the coach. Um, so be coach. Is he gotta be in coach? Back of the plane. Gotta be in the back. <laughs> you know, group group F. <laughs> because the one thing about Lonzo, even when he was healthy, we saw him want to play. You know, what I mean, we saw him play and play well. Yeah, produce. We have now, and everyone knows all the holes in Ben Simmons' game, even when healthy. Like, and honestly, even is it even about the holes? I'm I'm sorry. We we need to go revisit Philly, Atlanta, and what happened in that moment when this man couldn't make a layup over Trey Young. Didn't didn't want to make a layup over Trey Young. Didn't even try. No attempt, no nothing. I don't know. I remember watching a lot of times in that thing, like, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? You're 16. And wanted no parts of he's not even is, is Trey Young even six feet? I, I think they I think they give him a gender, but I wouldn't say he is. They give it to him generously because you know that's just what they do. I yeah. mean, they make, they used to make me six seven in the programs. And I know I, I would have loved to have been six seven, but I, I knew I was I knew I was six five. You know, yeah. It, but like again, I just think, I just honestly think that the the moments, and dare I say, even the demand of what comes of with him being supposed to be being the play he's supposed to be, yep. I think it's gotten too big for him. Yeah, it, it's honestly gotten too big. I mean, because even before the collapse of the what was supposed to be the great Brooklyn Net franchise, mm-hmm. you couldn't even make it happen with them, even playing around those cats. Right, where was, no one's even looking at you. I mean, you couldn't get your numbers off with that. No, nah, nah, bro. I'm sorry, Ben. Ben said, once his contract is up, no, nah, I don't know who he'll be with. Jock Vaughn took was very classy. He handled it very professionally. But now nah, you you're gonna have to earn your spot with me, Ben Simmons. Yeah, you started from ground one, and I'm with you. Yeah, we can throw you know Zoe into you no know, coat or excuse me into the business class and everything else like that. Class that I. I give Zola the pass because I said he he was legitimately hurt. Yep. And Man, he was balling before he got hurt. I'm not even sure this brother wants to play. Yeah. I don't even know if this cat wants to play anymore. I said there, there are some of these cats again that they want the benefits, the perks that come with being in the league, but not want to put into work. But I but I'm sorry, I, I didn't want to jump off the track too much, but I mean you said the Brooklyn Nets, I'm mad. And I I like their squad. Well, okay. I like I like who they got back for Kevin Durant. Let me put it that way. You know, yeah. and Kyrie. I like the pieces that they have there. And I think Jacques Vaughn, you know, he's the one person who benefited from this whole Brooklyn Nets super team fiasco. Absolutely. Like, Jacques Vaughn got recognized as an actual NBA coach again because the first time, like, I don't know if, we, if you want to say he got like a fair shake, but, you know. I mean, like I said, I mean, you're not wrong in saying that. Let's put it that way. You're not wrong in saying it. I mean, so, it, it be, like any professional, it's a, it's a finicky business, especially yeah. with the coaches. Yeah. So I'm glad. I'm glad he's he's came out of this. But you know, the rest of the squad, like I like their pieces. They they are like the Brooklyn team that was there before Kevin Durant and Kyrie got there. That was just yeah. scrappy playing, you know, playing good D. Play. Had all had all the right pieces. Everybody played a role. Yeah. I said there wasn't no really quote unquote star. Everybody's played a role. I, I feel that. Yeah, and I, that's what I like about this squad. But I don't know if they're gonna be able to hold on to that six seed. And I, I'll be honest, I, 
I commend Jacquemont and I commend the team themselves with all, like I said, with all the drama that surrounded them. Exactly. To still be in the playoffs. Yeah. Because the I, moment uh, they traded Kyrie and then like a couple of weeks later, Kevin Durant, I expected them to just fall off a cliff. Like, you know, I think they were like fourth or fifth when that trade happened. And they just dropped the six and that's it. I'm like, you know, that's impressive. It just reaffirms to me about, like I said, I mean, having been in those positions, like when you play with guys who get so much spotlight and attention, but yet they just don't seem to like kind of want to put in the work or live up to the billing that comes with that you know, position. Mm-hmm. Once you get them out the way, you, you'd be surprised. You just have cats who just want to go and ball. Like, you know what, man? Get out. Let's just go and hoop. Now these cats are gone. Let's just go and play. We don't have to deal with no more. Everybody who wants to, who's here, who wants to be here, who wants to put in the work and try to basically, you know, establish themselves, got nothing to lose. Right. This is this is your time. Right, yeah. I love it. And um, what's my dude? He was in Phoenix, but now he's in Brooklyn. Um, Defender. Oh, man, his name. It's give me a minute. Give me a minute. Oh, man. Oh, uh, talking about uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Spencer Dinwiddie. No, no, he was in Mikael Bridges. Mikael, I Bridges. I love Bridges. His game is, but he's gonna come out of this like wealthy because he's gonna be able to get his rocks off on on that squad. We're gonna be able to see his whole game. We couldn't see his whole game like that in Phoenix because they had you know Devin Booker and Chris Ball and Chris Paul ran that show. He was like the fourth option. But I mean, now, he like number number one or two. You know, depending if Dinwiddie hot. I mean, real talk, if you think about it, the guys that we're looking at on this roster, like just for example, I'll run off a few, Mikel Bridges, uh, Nick Claxton, Seth Curry, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Finney Smith, uh, you know, with the exception, and <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to be funny, the only dude in that roster that has any, quote, you know, star rep was Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. All these guys were role players on various teams, but actually, like, they were you know, productive role players in the places that they've been. These guys could go. Yeah. So now, I mean, to have a team, like, again, to have them all together and more, and to have them have to step up their game some more, I said, this is a team that if they keep it together, you know, you may have to that's still keep them, you know, show them some respect. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to go this far, but it almost reminds me of the Celtics when Kyrie left. You know how they, you know, <laughs> He's kind of like, you know, when they had a success when he was hurt, and then we finally came. You know, it was like, yeah. you know, it went down. And then once he left, I mean, these cats just kept going anyway. Yep. I'm not saying the Nets had that kind of success, but I'm just saying they, they kind of remind me of that. Yeah, I think if they can get, like, one more dude, and I'm not saying they got to get, like, a star. If they can get, like, just one more good player, they are they are set. Um yeah, and I probably said like a two at two guard, or wherever Ben Simmons was playing because I, I don't know what position, like that guy. Yeah, but um, since we are wrapping up the season, who's your MVP? Ooh, uh, if I'm being real, as my son just left me, um, it it'd be hard for me not to say Giannis right now. If I'm being honest, mm-hmm. I mean, I was, I was wrong with the Joker, but I think we, as we said in the last episode, Denver took a lot of L's there. And I'm not taking none away from Jokic when they played Philly, but Embiid didn't play. Mm-hmm. That, that line, Jokic gets his his numbers. 
his numbers are ridiculous. Right. You know, and I mean, there's some people who accuse him of being, a, I'm not going to go as far to call him a stat stuffer. But I mean, but Yoko's going to get his numbers regardlessly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, we have to look at it from a standpoint of the kind of losses that they've taken lately. And I'm sorry, the way Milwaukee's been looking with the additions they've been having. I mean, Milwaukee's not playing going to the playoffs. They have made some great pickups. And obviously, we already know who's at the head of that ship. It's Giannis. So I, I, I'm saying Giannis, but I still feel that the race will be tight. Again, if, if it ends up being Giannis, Embiid, or Jokic, I'd put maybe Jokic somewhat at the, the bottom of that three now. I think we uh, we talked about, I'm not sure if they have any more games against each other. They don't. I think they've wrapped it up. You know, so I mean, barring any like bad performances, I would say right now, Giannis, Embiid, and Jokic. Now, uh, Giannis and Embiid, uh, barring health, um, face each other on the 2nd, April 2nd. Um, but the Joker is done with both of them. Okay, so I, so so like yeah, I mean, I, I, and that could end up being, to me, a very decisive game in terms of who ends up winning the MVP. Yeah, I I, I really think so. Again, I, like I said, I, I expect Jokic to get his numbers. I I do, but seeing as he's done um, facing against the two of them, like I said, I mean, we're only down to what maybe nine more games now in terms of the season. Yeah, if that yeah, today was today was like ten for most of the teams anyway. So let's say we're down to like nine games now. So I said, so barring a, a complete collapse, I think it's just a race between uh, Giannis and Embiid right now. So when they when they face off, we're really gonna have to see it. But I mean, if uh, if Milwaukee goes around here and uh, closes this uh, number one seed, you know, convincingly, because right now they're up on Boston by three games. Mm-hmm. And I said, and for example, they in between the two of them, they got six games left. So I mean, I said, barring not seeing the collapse in Milwaukee and the game against Philly, I, I feel this might be Giannis to lose. I mean, it'd be very impressive. His third MVP in what five years? Yeah. I also will go with Giannis, but I will go Giannis, Joker, and then Embiid. And it to me, it, it's and it's real tight between Giannis and Joker in that game may kind of decide it. And I feel this way mainly because I don't know if you saw what uh, Joker's field goal percentage is for the season. Like, my guy is shooting 63% from the field. Like, from the from the field. Like, yeah. shooting 39% from three. Like, for I mean, the season. He's not a bad shot taker. He's not. Typically, when you shoot like in the sixties, you are like you know you're t- you're you're taking shots, quality shots that you know are within your within your package within your game. Yeah, but like Jared Allen will average like sixty percent, and all he's doing is just dunk dunks and put. Yeah, backs. exactly. But I mean, but I still give him his props because he's getting getting ball in the hole. He is, but Joker I mean, is all over the court, man. He's still that, shooting sixty three percent. Absolutely, and I think again it goes uh, back to I think what we were talking to off the air about the whole analytics thing. Yeah, I mean. I, I will recognize that fact that obviously from an analytical standpoint, the Joker is very impressive, especially considering the position he plays. Now, so now between him and Giannis, from a shooting standpoint, honestly, Joker got you know has his number. Mm-hmm. You know, as as I said, I mean, hell, if Giannis even gets Joker shooting touch, the world is in trouble. It is game, game over. Milwaukee, you know? Milwaukee on a run. 
Yeah, I mean, the world would be in trouble if Giannis ever got even Joker's you no know, shooting touch. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I said, analytically, I can see why you would put Joker above Embiid. Like I said, I, I just think it's been mostly due to the injuries that like had Embiid not have you no know, missed out so many games due to injuries. Mm-hmm. This this a war man just been his hands down. His hands down. Um, and the reason why um I put Giannis over Joker is because Giannis, unlike um, Joker, two-way. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, mean, he, I mean, he has a defensive player the year under his belt. Well, he has yep. actually two, right? Uh, I don't know if he has two. I know he has one. I know he has one, but I don't I, know, I know he has, has one, two. But like I say, he, he's definitely a, a, a great defender. A great defender. Not knocking Jokic, I just don't think that's his game. Yeah, he's he's, he's not Joker's adequate. He he's adequate, but he's, he's not a, like he's a deterrent. I mean, you when you're that big, you're going to deter some shots. Yeah, you know, you're not a shot blocker, but if you're if you're in the vicinity, you're going to get in the way. Yeah, he averages more steals than he does blocks. You know, what right? I mean? He's good at like stripping you when you're going up instead of actually swatting you. It, exactly. So I mean, again, I, I could I could see that because you know me, I, I I love the complete player. Mm-hmm. You know. Just say I just have a, a pet peeve about cats who can just only go on offense because I play with a lot of them. You know, that all you do is you no, know, you can shoot, but you can't guard them. You can score 30, but you give up 40. What the hell does that do? Um, let's see. Yeah, he's only a one defensive player of the year, but he's five time all defensive team. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, five time all defense. So yeah, I mean he's the dude to be like, yo, we need we need to stop. And then also I will say, um, his offense has come around, man. Like every year he adds he, something. He is still working on it. I mean, it's not pretty, but I respect Giannis's jumper enough for mid range. I'd say at least from 15 to 20, where I at least still put a hand up. Mm-hmm. And then I think I look at Giannis in terms of how Cash used to look at me and probably still look at me from three. It's like, okay, I'm not necessarily going to chase you, but I know you can hit it. Yeah. So, like, so, so when I see Giannis at three, it's just one of those things like, again, I'm not running out there. You have to show me. Put it that way. That's how cats play me. It's like, show me. You hit two. <laughs> we gotta guard you now. Yeah, like I say, yeah, you hit, you hit like two or three. Okay, yeah, and I'm gonna come get you. No, no more freebies. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Giannis, At first, we, you, you let him hit. Let him, let him shoot. If like I said, I mean, I know you're not a fan of him, but I'm telling you, if Giannis can get that call below the elbow, it was guaranteed to. It'd be scary. I'm telling you, if you get up alone. Uh, don't even like, <laughs> man, like, you know how I feel about Carl Malone. I know, but I'm just saying, I mean, we're just talking, we're talking, we're just, you got to give the man his props from, from just restricting from basketball. You got to give his props, man. man. The man was butter from the free throw line. Like, when he caught it, you know, that's two points. He was dirty and he was boring. Like, he was with his little, little hand behind the head dunk. You know what I'm saying? Two points. If y'all could get that, man, oh my god! And I said, of course, I'm all for it. Like you want to keep keep working on the three. No, yeah, keep working on the three. If he can ever just get to like, because I think he's at like 28, 27 percent from three. If he can get to like 32, if y'all could average three, four makes from three a game, oh man, I would even like three, three or four makes a game from three. It was over. It's 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 a it's a wrap. If I, I would be content with two, 
You give me two makes, you yeah, you give me two two out of five, two for five each game, it's still trouble. Yeah, I mean, the man's averaging 31 and 11 right now. I'll give him 12, it's 11.7. So he's having 31 and 12. Oh, with six assists. Yeah. Not to mention, because I mean, I know I'm, I'm I'm a little critical of him at times, but I'm sorry. Once again, True Holiday dropped 51 today. When he and that owned, he, just, when he owned, he owned. And then that's all I'm saying. I'm just like, don't know. I'm not saying Drew can't ball. I'm just saying, he's, but he's so inconsistent. We it's all yeah. <clears throat> but I will say this: this has been the best Drew Holiday year offensively that I may have ever seen. Like, I think Giannis getting hurt for that like stretch, like did and without like Chris Middleton playing full minutes, it did wonders for his game. Absolutely. And I mean, Brooke Lopez, I mean, Milwaukee, man, they're they so loaded. My they man, look, my man, Bobby Portis, they are loaded. They, they look deep and they look scary. <laughs> if they That's if not- they remain healthy, they're my pick to win the whole thing. If they are healthy, provide, if all things being healthy, all teams being healthy, Milwaukee wins it all. And I think well, going away. Well, basketball IQ standpoint, just thinking, I mean, just thinking off everything you said, you're right. I, I it's hard for me to disagree with you. I mean, because the West is so wide open, and the Clippers won. Take that, Skip Bayless. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but the West is so wide open. I don't know who to expect. There's so many teams that run through my head right now that I can think can come out of the West right now. But I'm just not feeling confident by any team in the West necessarily beating anybody in the East. I agree. But I don't feel confident in being Boston or Milwaukee. Now, anybody outside of that. I might go, depending on who comes out of the West, I might go with it. Mm, but this Boston-Milwaukee, I don't feel confident about it. I still think Philly would run whoever's coming out of the West out the gym. I'm sorry. They just, they just, they're just not deep enough to me. They're just not. I'm sorry. I know the dude, uh, Nyang for Philly. I mean, mm-hmm. he could But, uh, again, he almost kind of reminds me of Drew Holiday. Again, like, when the dude is off, he's off. But he's on, he's a killer. That dude has... He has beaten the Bulls like single-handedly so many times. You be thinking it'd be Embiid, but nah, man. It'd be Niang coming off the bench, like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and hit eight threes real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody put a hand in that man's face. So I said to me, I I, I feel like in the like, like in the words of you no know, LeBron, you know, the top heavy AF. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. They're they're dependency, and you should be depending on your line, but you the line gotta have some the start line gotta have some help. True. Like I said, I mean, Yang will come in and do his thing to a point, but it's just like it still just doesn't seem like enough. Do they still got Maxi coming off the bench? I think they did that just to give a little punch to their bench. Maxi, is he still coming off the bench? Because the last game I saw of theirs, he was, and it wasn't because of like health. It was just I think they just tried to get a little to you know add some depth because I mean they didn't really need him starting. I believe that he is. Let's see, because they played the Mavs. Was that today? Yeah, that was today. They beat the Mavs by eight. And the starting lineup was P.J. Tucker, Harris, and B. No, Maxie started. Okay, so he's back in. All right. All right. Well, Okay, but here we go. Like, you know, Melton and Yang, okay? Melton had 17 points off the bench. Yang had 14. Okay, but I'm just saying, you only won by eight. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that, that, that dependency on the starting lineup. I yeah, mean, that's a you, – you're seven deep. Exactly. So, I mean, especially upon Embiid and Harden, 
Like if y'all if y'all don't produce, you know, I mean, no, I, I got nothing against Maxi or um, Harris, but it's just like you know, yo, if y'all two don't produce, I'm not yeah. really scared of you. And I know the playoffs you have like your shortened rosters, but I still feel like they need like another guy. You should you should be able to reasonably go like eight deep, eight to nine, eight deep in the playoffs because I know you you tighten up that roster. They're not going. They're not going eight deep. They, they I don't are. know who that A guy. I mean, Harold Her- is on that squad. Like, even though I, but he does not get used. Well. I love Marquez Harold. Like I said, I, I said that back when what's his face was coaching the Lakers when they lost to Boston. What, what was his name? God, I just because <laughs> he annoyed me so much. But whatever his name was, when he didn't use Marquez Harold in that series against Phoenix, I was just sitting there beating my head in like, Marquez Harold sitting on the bench. Yeah, I don't know if he. I don't know if he healthy because he ain't getting no run. I follow him on Twitter. I mean, the way he be sounding, it sounds like he be ready to run. But I mean, I haven't really heard too much anything else. I mean, a lot of times you just hear a lot of his tweets online. It's talking about look, man, I can't control anything. I mean, I just go by what they tell me. Yeah, you know. So I mean, just personally, I would love Marquez Harrell on my team. I would. I would love Marquez Harrell on my team. He that dude can go. And I said, just need to just need your fill role. If Marquez Harrell ended up in Milwaukee, I'd just say, man, I give up. Let's just give them the title this year and next year. Yeah, because Milwaukee go deep. That's a that's a squad that has I don't I don't know what they, you know, what they gonna do to tighten up their roster because they man, and then them adding Jay Crowder was just well, it was a good pickup, but again, I mean, we're talking about a role player and Jay Crowder's you know, go in there and just do your job. Yep. Make I mean, and he allows you to spell Giannis, man, without, you know, losing, like, the defensive end of it anyway. Right. Unless I go in there, you make a couple shots. I mean, because you're going to get looks. Giannis mm-hmm. is going <laughs> to draw a double, triple team. <laughs> get open. All you got to do is just knock it down. You know, kind of like, you know, well, he was uh, somewhat doing in Phoenix. I mean, they just found a way to get him the ball. Yeah. You know, ball moving on their end, but still, I mean, Milwaukee was a great landing spot for him. But like I said, but Philly is only going seven deep. That's why I, I think out of the, all the, I think they're all in the top three teams. Mm-hmm. I don't top three teams. I said again, it's it's Philly that makes me nervous. I'm like, once we once we get to the seeds, we'll see. I gotta see who Philly plays in the first round. Because even though Cleveland's behind them by a game and a half, or excuse me, two and a half two games, games now, yeah, two and a half games. I mean, I'm, I'm not sleeping on Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland's gonna be trouble, um, but yeah, I don't think Cleveland's gonna be able to catch them though. And I think oh, they don't need to. I think, like I said, this point is not even about catching anybody. Really, it's just, you know, you, you're in spots. You know, if it's not one and two, man, I'm not even worried about it. If I was Philly, I would want Brooklyn to stay right where they are. I want no parts of the Miami Heat in the playoffs. Oh yeah, so don't don't want no part of the Heat. It depends on how the Knicks are looking. Because like I said, could the Knicks. The Knicks were looking really scary for a while, but they kind of cooled off a little bit. But still, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna sleep on them. Though. You know, the the Knicks may be another one. Like in the first round, you might want to be like, Ugh. like if the Knicks end up, you no, know, somehow playing Philly in the first round, I'd almost go with New York. I honestly yeah. would almost go with New York. Yeah, if Philly were to okay. drop. Yeah, I feel because I feel New York, New York, New York has better bench production. Or at least they get more out of their bench. That's that's a Tom Thibodeau thing, but I think we are at that point in the season where the starters are getting tired. 
which is why they've been uh <laughs> kind of like on a on a on a downslide lately somewhat because you know Tibbs he rides you hard from game one game one to game eighty two. Yes, I mean, but I said they've been they've been looking good. They've been they've been looking good. I'll say again the East the East is gonna be fun. The West to me is gonna be more intriguing than anything. Yeah. And even though the Lakers won today, still don't have no faith in. I still don't. You can say it's personal. Maybe it, it, it is personal. Because I hate the way they did Russ. You know, but I'm sorry. I, I just I have no faith in the Lakers. I don't. Let's I mean, just, let's, ain't ain't nothing guaranteed for them right now anyway. I mean, they're in just, the, the nine spot. But I just want them out of the playoffs. I want them out of the playoffs so we can start working on next year because I want no more excuses. So give this man everything he wants. Give him everything he wants. <laughs> the Lakers are the one team right now. I just want to see next year because I want to know what the excuse will be. When they don't win, because LeBron's not winning no more titles. Nope, it's See, not happening. I I want them in the playoffs because I know if if they're out of the playoffs, they're gonna play around and get Victor somehow, some way. <laughs> Adam Silver gonna be like, let's 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 add our number one star to our you know one of our big cities. No, they they wouldn't do that. Victor is either on his way to Charlotte or Houston or so, hell maybe. First, I look. Hey, go to Orlando. Then I'm like, ooh. He going to San Antonio. The Spurs been tanking since game one. We've seen this movie before, man. This how they got Tim Duncan. I I don't even know who's on San Antonio anymore. That's the point. They ain't got rid of anybody worth any value. This has been a long play for years in advance. Yeah, but David, but David Robinson was still there when Tim Duncan came through. Yeah, and they told that man, "Don't come back right now. Like we know you're ready to play. You, you, you go ahead and you, you rest up." They, they they still have David Robinson away. That's what I'm saying. You you send Victor to the San Antonio right now. Obviously, you got you know the Hall of Famer Pop. Congratulations to Pop. Yes, Great class, indeed. by the way. I, I love this class that's going in. I have no debate with anybody in this class is going in. Everybody yeah. deserves to be there. Absolutely, but uh, but Victor goes to San Antonio. Just like, well, I mean, you gonna get your numbers, but other than that, I don't know what else you're gonna get. But I mean, but nobody that's really a great that's a great coach to be under, though. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, from a from a teaching standpoint, in terms of like you no know, fundamentally and just getting your game better, absolutely. And you know they, they'll build around you. They, they will. They, if there's a team that will that you're confident will put some pieces around you to win, I will. I will choose them over Orlando. See, I don't know because I mean I'm just I'm just saying the only reason I say I don't know is because at least I'm, the pieces I've seen in Orlando, the few Orlando games I've seen, especially now with uh, my man with Benchero from Duke. I know you don't like him because he's from Duke. He was only there for like a he he was a rental. It ain't like, you know, he a card carrying Duke Blue Devil. I'm just saying though, but with him and like he said, gonna come up and you throw in Victor on top. Oh again, I I'd be sitting there looking like man, it might be Memphis all over again. These young bucks, the potential could be through the roof. Could they get the banner that Shaq and Penny left slip to their fingers? <laughs> they ain't let it slip. They ain't want it. <laughs> And what they chose we, wrong. What, and then what, what and then like what did what did Doc do? Uh they could have got Tim Duncan, but they said his family couldn't fly on the plane with him. So because Doc wouldn't let Tim Duncan's family fly on the, the team plane, Tim Duncan stayed in San Antonio. We could have had Tracy McGrady, Tim Duncan, and uh Grant Hill all on the same roster. Oh my goodness. And uh, who knows my Probably had a semblance of the old Grand Hill. Could have kept him a little bit healthier. Could have kept him healthier because he wouldn't have had to pull that much of a load. 
But uh, I mean, but the West is scary. I mean, the other teams in the West, as we talk about it, I mean, I'm looking forward to I'm actually looking forward to seeing teams like the Kings, mm-hmm. you know, Minnesota, you know, Cats back. I mean, again, it, it's it's so crazy. Like I said, the 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 East will be more entertaining in terms of I think of like you know, round around matchups. The West is just intriguing because you just don't know who's going to win. I mean, you a lot of people are going with Phoenix, obviously. So out of respect for KD, CP3, Devin Book, and all that, I get that. But I'm sorry again. I was like, you still got to play defense. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm just in there saying again. I, I I'm just intrigued to see. Are we going to see some upsets here? I don't know. I would not see even call them upsets. Oh, we're going to see some upsets. Because, I mean, yeah, I don't believe in the the Nuggets are the have been the best team all year in the West, but I don't believe in the Nuggets. You know what I mean? Um, Like, until until they until they do it, like, I'm not sure they're going to The Nuggets are the Gonzaga of the NBA. Yes. Yes. The Nuggets are the Gonzaga of the NBA. That's the best way to say it. You look good, you know, but at the end of the day, we just had no faith in you to know, win the big one. We don't believe you. You need more people. <laughs> like, I don't believe in them. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Golden State made their way to the finals, even though unlikely. But if they got on the heater, like... They're, they're, I'll tell you what, I mean, listen, the one thing I said about Golden State, I mean, I, they are holding on for dear life. They, they are just, they are just not ready for their era to be over. So they're gonna go down. They're gonna go down swinging. They are, like you know. I, I think uh, with with them again, it just becomes of, you know, do you hold on Draymond? I, I think they give maybe Draymond that one more year, and then Draymond be gone. And like I said, when Draymond leaves, it's over. Mm-hmm. It's over. It's gonna be a complete rebuild. Yeah, you you saw what Draymond did for them against uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Once again, that's that's why I don't fall into the whole analytics thing. There are things that players bring to the table that just don't come up on stat sheets. And that has been Draymond Green in the era of, uh, well, I know you don't consider a dynasty. <laughs> yeah, no dynasty. In, no. My, in my interpretation of the Warrior dynasty, he has been the heart and soul of all four of those championships. Even though they – Four times without Draymond Green. They even though they, they did go back to back. So they 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 may have uh, – <laughs> they, can, they can submit their application. <laughs> They can submit their application. We'll review the numbers and we'll get back to them. Whatever, Whatever man. It's it's going to be intriguing, man. But like I said, again, Sacramento, Minnesota, and it's it's just really is. I'm looking forward to it. You know, six games. Some teams got six games, like we just said about Philly and um, Boston. And like I said again, I know the Clippers. I think they're down to like nine more games. I just need Paul George and Kawhi to show up. Like I said, I've never imagined myself cheering for the Clippers in my life. Never seen it. I mean, <laughs> Russ, went, Russ went to a contender, and I thought I can make this happen. But I just need I just Kawhi to show up and Paul George just Paul George. I don't forgive you for what you did in OKC, but just do what you can. I know you got hurt, but should you come back, just do what you can. That's all I'm gonna ask. That's all I'm gonna ask. Anyway. He knows he can't be the guy now. You know? He has self-awareness now. Whatever. This is a different Paul George. Whatever. That dude put himself on the all-time starting five in terms of defensive players by position. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, wild. oh, my Scotty Pippen? Who? What? Wild. Like, like, homie, I will put Kawhi over you. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like your old teammate. You know what I mean? Like, 
Like, come on, man. I'm just saying because, again, I don't want to say the basketball Hall of Fame is tainted. I'm just sitting there saying that in terms of how I just know what interpret what a Hall of Famer is and the way they do things, I can see them. They're going to end up putting Paul George in. I know they will. And all I'm saying is this. I was like, okay, you put Paul George in the Hall of Fame. That's a good question. Far and they never win a title. Now, if they win a title with the Clippers, then I might be a little open to Paul George going to the Hall of Fame. If the Clippers win a title, man, we should put that whole squad in the Hall. Like, the, you know what you had to overcome? I mean, it's just one of the franchises that we sit back and look at, like, man, like, you never thought that this franchise would win a title. Right. But, Ever. I mean, but I mean, again, I mean, another team whose window might be closing here soon. These cats aren't young. Not at all. I mean, you're going to make it happen, make it happen. And I'm saying, Kawhi, man, I mean, <laughs> if Kawhi wins another title at another franchise, he'll be looking at LeBron like, I did exactly what you did. Three different franchises. Three championships. All right. Let me see what Paul George's uh, Hall of Fame probability is on basketballreference.com. Oh, um, please. Just be below 50. 93.6. Oh, my God. That's what his probability is. I want to meet these people. I just want to know based on what. Based off of what I mean, because the 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 sad part is they're probably not wrong. Because again, lately we have seen cats go in the Hall of Fame that just made you kind of do this. Like really? Yeah. Like I'm, I don't I'm, know how they figure out their metrics, but like the people who were like one hundred percent, you know, uh, like Kareem, LeBron, Michael, Bill Russell, Kobe, Will, Tim, Shaq. I'm looking. Kevin Durant is at a hundred percent probability. So as he, as he, as he should be. As we as he should be, we know that. I mean, but I, it, it's like I've been saying for the last couple of years, because it always reminds me of of live. Mm-hmm. I believe there are Hall of Famers, and I believe there are era players. And for those of our listeners who are listening, when I say era players, if you know what you no know, live is or two K whatever, you know you'll see like the decades, seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, the two thousand tens. I believe that, I mean, it doesn't mean you're not, you know, good, very good or even great, but you were just great for your era. You were all-time great, but your era, you made noise. Derek Coleman, to me, is a great example of an era player. Yeah. And his era, Derek Coleman was a monster. Would I put him in the Hall of Fame? No. I think it's kind of off. Just kind of looking. Paul George at least currently he out of active players he has the 11th highest um the joker is at 16 so huh? it just you know probability like even though you oh, know yeah. whoever got jokers below paul georgia that yeah that, that website was all credibility I mean see their cats out here stealing money here's the people that are above the joker draymond green Kawhi leonard kyle lowry kyrie irving paul george Giannis. Dame, Mello, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Harden, Curry, Paul, Durant, and LeBron. Kyrie Irving needs to come off that list, too. Yep. So you need to come off that list, too. So does Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry is a very good player, but he ain't in the Hall of Fame. There isn't there isn't there isn't a way in the world Kyle Lowry's a Hall of Famer. He is a he is a very, very good player. 
he ain't made enough all-star games to even qualify for the Hall of Fame. See, maybe, maybe only because I, if it wasn't for the fact that he won the title in Toronto, and maybe that's why I'm, maybe that's why I know, maybe that's why I'm leaning towards maybe him just making it. You know, because we remember when Toronto first came into the league. Mm-hmm. Think about it. In our, in our lifetimes, in terms of the, well, I mean, there were other expansion teams that came in, in our lifetime, but like just during that particular time, it was Toronto and what was it, Vancouver? Yeah. Was it Vancouver Grizzlies at the time before they went to Memphis or whatever? I, I mean, it's just something to be said. It's an impressive feat that one of the expansion franchises would win a title, let alone being in another country. And Kyle Lowry was a very significant piece of that. I mean, his his jersey's going up in the Raptors. Yeah, now, I think we can debate all day who's the greatest Raptor of all time. I mean, for me, for my money, it'd be hard for me to say Kawhi Leonard because he was only there for a year. Yeah, okay. For, for my money, I think I'd still lean toward Vince, mm-hmm. but I know, I know Lowry has the longevity. So if you said Kyle Lowry, I wouldn't argue. But at the end of the day, if you made him Hall of Famer. I say it, it'd just be one of those like he would just squeak in with me. He got he six just... all star appearances, but he's been like all NBA one time. Like, I can't, I can't. Yeah, I mean, because like even the all star appearances kind of you know they're watered down to me too. I mean, because think about it, the starting lineup. I mean, if you're popular, you get just popular. Yeah, and there's I mean, there's what seven other spots. Popular. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, because Paul George got eight is an eight-time All-Star. And it's not saying that you don't deserve it. I mean, we just gotta look at the credentials of how you get in. I mean, back in the day of Russ and Will and Oscar, the fans weren't voting them in. Yeah. You know, so I mean we gotta take some of these things into consideration, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, even, even though I don't consider this a like a real accomplishment, he but he was. Paul George is an eight-time all-star. He led the league in steals in 2018-19, six times All-NBA. He was All-Rookie in 2010-11, four-time All-Defensive, and was most improved 2012-2013. See, that to me is just screen era player. There's nothing about that that says to me Hall of Fame. That six-time All-NBA, that's probably what's going to get him in. Probably. I said said, it, it, it probably will. That's it right there. Because the All-Star I mean, is kind of like, eh. That's what I'm sitting there saying. I was like, but if this dude was like a first ballot Hall of Famer, I'd just be like, really? Yeah, I wouldn't. That, I don't think he'll favorite. be a first ballot. But you would have been the first ballot? Really? I mean, see, even C. Webb had to wait. And C. Webb is at least debatably top 10 in his position. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm sorry. Paul George is the entire fab. Fab Five should be in the Hall of Fame. They should just put, like, that five-man crew, put them in. Oh. Impact. Impact. Just impact, that's all. Well, I mean, then you put them in the College Hall of Fame. You don't put them in the Springfield. I mean, it's just, it's the Basketball Hall of Fame. It ain't just, it's not the NBA Hall of Fame. It's the Basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think there would just be, there would be such an uproar the Fab Five got inducted into the Hall of Fame, especially by Bobby Knight. I mean, yeah, exactly. And take Bobby that Knight man <laughs> like, they didn't win nothing. They never, they never won. They never won a league title. They didn't win anything. Which they like didn't. Impact. Neither did my man AI. But you know, 
I- impact. AI, AI, well, he didn't win the MVP. Yeah, yeah, but and AI went to a finals. True. Yeah, but with a, with a team that, I mean, not too many could have probably took him to the finals. I had no business taking that team to the finals. And I, I don't uh, remember, you know, AI getting too many, he doesn't have enough help cheers. He didn't. He ain't. I, that was me. I'm saying, like, and, and the thing that pissed me off the most about, like, that Philly team, Raja Bell gave AI nothing. And then all of a sudden, my dude, a marksman from three point, like, you know, two years later, I'm like, where was that when Allen Iverson needed you, Raja Bell? Like, where was that when Kobe was leaving you wide open? Well, I said again, it's, it's just one of those things. But like I said, again, the, the West, the West is is going to be intriguing. It is. I said, the better who comes out of there, it's going to be it's going to be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to as, as these games count down. I'm I'm looking forward to it on both sides. You know, I said, it, it, let's let's get to the playoffs. I am excited. I am too. Speaking of excitement, let's switch gears for a second and let's go to college. The Men's Final Four is set. And is this the most improbable Final Four we have, like, ever seen? Even I though... Call BS, I call BS. I call BS. this Final Four. <laughs> Show me your original bracket. I call BS. I, I I did not have this, but I did call all the number ones losing when I, I had none of them making it to the Elite Eight. Salute. Because Salute. I, I told you Respect. about Houston. They ain't in that real conference. We don't know who you are. You ain't played a good team <laughs> since the beginning of the year. <laughs> you know, you know, you got jokes. You know, I didn't have Houston in the uh, finals anyway. Because I mean, once their star player got hurt, I was like, yeah, I, I, I couldn't do it. Now, if he didn't get hurt, I probably would have you know had a little bit more faith in him. But again, I had Alabama, but I think I just ended up going you know, following the trends. That's, that's not like me. But I just yeah. broke down. I really didn't know who to go with. I didn't either. But I mean, I, I, I knew I, no number one like Alabama in basketball. Like, nah, fam. Like. Like Nick Saban ain't coaching y'all. I'm not bringing you anywhere near a title game. Like that was my whole mentality. Plus, they too hot right now. You know, with uh, what's his name? Just you know, being a distraction. Yeah, being a distraction. I'm yeah. like, nah. There was no way he was going to the title game. I'd like to say it again. I mean, I, I mean, cause I had a couple up. All my upset picks just didn't pan out. I had a lot of upset picks. Mine just didn't pan out. You know, I think UConn Michigan is the State. only person that I got right in this Final Four. I got UConn there. Yeah, you know, and I think you know I had UConn. I had UConn all the way up until, um, yeah, I had, I had UConn all the way up until the. Uh, oh, excuse me, I don't know. I mean, don't let me lie. I had UConn up to the Elite Eight, but I had them losing to Kansas. But Kansas wet the bed. I should have known better. But uh, you know, it ended up uh, beating Arkansas. But I mean, no, no, no one had FAU, Miami. You could have UConn to Final Four. I'll give you that. But you didn't have San Diego State. Nope. I know I didn't. I used to live there. Nope. No, no one did. Did that was like on your 30th bracket. Right. No one got that off jump. I, I call BS. Um, I Even think there were 37 on uh ESPN's brackets that got this Final Four. Out of the millions of people that picked, them. I want to know how many brackets. I want to know how many of the brackets they did on that ESPN. There's no way you got that off jump. There's no way. No, no, no one predicted this on their first try. There's no way. There is no way. Oh, a quick side note. I like to thank Peyton for beating Princeton. Thank you. Everything <laughs> is right with the world. 
Thank you for being present. We Down need to goes the Tigers. Down goes the Tigers. Bill Bradley made y'all relevant. All respect to the all top 75, top 50, all-time great Bill Bradley, y'all greatest player. But no, y'all have to go. Bill Bradley went on that roster. Get the hell out of here. No, Princeton. <laughs> yeah, you, that was y'all next. Get, go, get going. Thank you, Creighton. I appreciate y'all. I saw Creighton beat them. I was like, whoo! <laughs> because I saw, if I saw Princeton in the final four, I would have cried. I'm like, oh, what's going on with the world? What is going on with the world? Like, I have no idea who is going to win the final four. Both of these, like, both sets of these games are improbable. I'm like that San Diego State, Florida Atlantic. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a, a definite talk. I'll tell you what, Florida Atlantic, the, I don't know a lot anything about these cats, but when you watch these cats play and they, they, they come to play, they go and and um, and I think as uh, my man, uh, normally appears on uh, ESPN. Oh, I can't remember his name on top of my head. I want to say like Coach Seth. Something like that. I, I yeah, see his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, you know, the ball-headed cat. Yep. He used to coach but, uh, Virginia Tech. Yeah, but he was sitting there talking about how, like, you know, this was an anomaly. And even though no one saw this coming, I I disagree with him that's bad for basketball, though. I think this is good. I think things doesn't need to be shook up. It's because good I, for the hard I, – I get what he's saying. It's good for the for the basketball fans, but in terms of the people who come around for the tourney, like damn, this is gonna be the worst rated tourney in a long time. I mean, but I mean, but that's just is what it is. I think it goes to the point that I was getting ready to make. If if I'm the Blue Bloods, I mean, did you hear what your commissioner said from North Carolina? No. Oh no, for the ACC. What? I just saw like a snippet of it. I got me to see if I can find an interview. But this cat was like, no, we need to talk. <laughs> I'm gonna go and talk to these coaches and we need to discuss <laughs> what's going on. We need to get more teams to the tourney. <laughs> My man was mad. He was like, Clemson should have been in. And who else he said should have been in? He said, Clemson and um what Auburn in? Auburn was in. Uh-huh. It, was, it was somebody else. But I mean, but your your commission was ticked. He's like, we only got five teams in the tourney. Like we're the ACC. It's true. We are the basketball conference, and I and I and I think, and but this is my thing. I think it's getting to a point now, and this is just this is just my opinion that a lot of these all American, these high ranked players, it's almost like now they you go to the big name school just for the name and the credibility, mm-hmm. not for the legacy and the tradition that they you know they live up. It goes back to what your boy. uh Coach Davis said, why you didn't go to NIT? Yeah. You had a problem with that. I had no issue with that. You're right. You're North Carolina. What the heck you go to NIT? <clears throat> Y'all don't hang up NIT banners in North no, Carolina. No. Nope. You don't hang up NIT banners in Kentucky. You know, UConn, UCLA, all those. You don't do that. But I mean, but now with all these young bucks now, so quick to get to lead, that you more or less you just stop the college for that one year because they just need to go in and just bring the rule back and let these cats jump from our high school. Yeah. But I mean, but I think it's just got to that point. Like, you know, these cats come, but they know they're getting ready to go anyway. So it's just like, okay, let's just ball. Let me, you know, work on my game, keep myself ready to get ready for the draft. Rather than realize, like, yo, I play for North Carolina, I play for Kentucky, I play for UCLA. You know, I mean, UCLA did look good. That was a tough game they lost to uh, Gonzaga. 
But, you know, those blue blood schools that, you know, have a tradition, that have banners hanging up there, you know, this should almost be almost a low-key smack in the face. Now, respect to the teams who are in the Final Four now. You earned it. Sure did. But if I'm one, like, more or less of the powerhouse schools, the name schools that everybody, you know, knows of, and you're sitting there looking, and it's like, you know, keep it real. These are cats who probably didn't get near looks for the school you play for. Mm-hmm. But they're in the Final Four, and you're not. And that's why I think it's good for the NCAA because, honestly, if I'm a coach, I'm throwing this in your face. Like, look, FAU, if I'm a, if I'm a coach, if I'm Coach Davis, for example, I'm scheduling FAU next year. Let's play them next year. They were in the Final Four. We, we were just in the finals the year before, and now we're not even there anymore. Right. FAU on a schedule. Have some pride for that name of the jersey in front. You know, I said because these are—I mean, outside of UConn, UConn, and UConn has their own tradition. That's why it won't surprise me if UConn takes it. Yeah, because overall they look like the best team to me. Overall, I got UConn and San Diego State for my money. But you know, teams like again Miami, <laughs> Miami's just like Alabama. Miami's not really known for basketball, although we can only shout you no know, Rob Hype, all the go to Win Woods basketball. That's where he played. But I mean, but these other schools that you've never heard of. Yeah. That honestly, in your heart, let's be real. If the tournament was to start over again tomorrow, would you pick them again? No. That's what I'm saying. If we were to start it over from scratch tomorrow, we get a whole different Final Four. Yeah, it's like if, like if this was just like a warm-up game, would you do it again? Do you think they could pull it off again? I said, I don't. And I think if I'm a coach of one of these powerhouse schools that have a tradition, that have a reputation, I'm going to sit in my players' faces like, yo, like, you know who we are? <clears throat> we didn't even make the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight? And you said, did you say, I'm listing every name, well, with the exception of UConn, I'm listing San Diego State, was it Florida Atlanta University, mm-hmm. and Miami. You're telling me they're better than us in basketball? <laughs> Seriously? Like, no way. <laughs> so, I mean, again, I, I think it's good. Do I do I feel it will happen again? Like, next year? <laughs> Here we go again. It's, it's, it's like Princeton all over again. Just, just in my heart, it's hard for me to, to believe that this will happen twice. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just hard for me to believe it. Like, I need to see if there's any teams that feel like, you know, we here to win this thing. Like, I ain't seen no squads that were like above and beyond anybody else. I mean, but that's the advantage of you no know, being a kid that goes to a school that again that really either nobody either wanted you or nobody really knew who you were. Mm-hmm. Let alone being teamed up with a bunch of guys who are just like that. Because you are playing for something. Like I said, it's different for you the cat who's basically coming into college and everybody pretty much know you're projected to go in the first round of the, of the draft. You here to get that 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 nil money, not get hurt. Yeah, exactly. and, and up your up your portfolio. It's, it's just something that you can put on the resume. Oh, I played at Duke. I played in North Carolina. I played in Kentucky. You know, I, I played here. I played there. And I, like, again, it'll be interesting interesting to me to see the coaches from these blue bloods, these powerhouse schools, as we get as we you know get past this year and whoever the national champion will be. You know, it's almost how I felt about when Virginia won. 
mm-hmm. you know, a few years back. I still feel that was a fluke. It was. <laughs> you know, and I'm looking at this year like, dog, I mean, it'd be hard for me to call it a fluke because there was so many, so many upsets. It's like, okay, well, it just, <laughs> it was just like a, a moment in time. But we come back next year, let's see what happens. That's why I want Florida Atlantic to win. I'm here for maximum chaos. Like, let's just go ahead and let's just make this the most chaotic tournament of all time and give and give that squad something to celebrate. Like, like every 20 years, I want them to get back together and celebrate this championship. Hey, you know, I, like, I, I love cheering for the underdog. And, uh, I mean, you know, I pick UConn to win. I like the coach from uh, Miami because he's the coach from George Mason. George too. Mason, yep. I'm, now, I, he needs, third, putting, he needs to be putting the Hall of Fame right now. Yes, he does. It's the third team he's taking to the Final Four. Right. And considering the, considering right the season and the seat and I mean, the kind of teams he's taking that no one would have expected, yeah, that man's a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, right. One of the best coaches of all time. Yeah, that's how you earn Hall of Fame credentials. When you start from nothing and you make something happen with nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, ab- absolutely. Put put him in. Yeah. Let's say he, he doesn't have to be Dean. He doesn't have to be John. He doesn't have to be none of those guys. But he's one of the all-time best coaches. Give that man his props. Yeah, agreed. Give that man his props. Because if he had he been in one of them name schools, well, we'd have been heard of him. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, man, Miami is man. not a basketball school. Like, exactly. George Mason isn't any kind of athletic school. And I forgot what his third school was that he took to the Final Four. But I mean, but... That man can cut. So that's that, that, that small part of me. Like, if if for some reason they do upset UConn, then yeah, I'm going for Miami the whole way. You know what I said? And it's, it's funny because it's, it's funny seeing San Diego State the bottom four or not without Kawhi. Like, Kawhi, you going to be in the building? Like, Kawhi better be in the building. Like, repping the Aztecs. <laughs> I'm sorry. If, if I played on San Diego State, whoever wins the most outstanding play, I'm going to Kawhi like, this is my school. Right. <laughs> this is my school. Like you, you never won one. Like you weren't even close, Kawhi. <laughs> well, I think what they they, they found the elite eight. I think they yeah. I think they made it. This is the elite eight. Yeah, like, Kawhi. Yeah. Why? Why you don't know nothing about this Final Four? She it's my school. <laughs> oh, oh, lights on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So let's switch it up, and now let's talk about the women's <laughs> Final Four, which is what I am actually looking forward oh. to. Because man, like so. First game, we have LSU and Vitek, which I'm going LSU. I love that. Hey, Angel Reese made me a fan. I watch her highlights on ESPN, but her stat lines, oh, monster. That, that young lady, but I mean, without, I'm not trying to sign because she's, you know, she was young enough, she could have been my daughter, but oh, I love that young lady. Uh, and I love the way she plays. I mean, she plays with, <laughs> she plays with some sass too. I she love does. She does. Oh, I love the way she plays. She her, enjoys her time out on the court. <laughs> her stat lines are so ridiculous. I'd be sitting like, hold on, she had what? Maybe she had 25 boards. I got jealous, like 25. I wish I could have got 25. Oh. And as good of a game that's gonna be, that finally that is finally. just the undercard to the main event. <laughs> like Iowa and South Carolina, the battle for the national player of the year. It is. <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's time. Caitlin in one corner, Ali in the other. Let's find out who's the best. It's just time. It's time. This has to settle it. I'm sorry. It has to. 
The winner of this game needs to be the national player of the year. Agreed. The national player of the year. With that being said, though, I, I'm sorry. I, I do have to say this, though. Uh, the chick on Virginia Tech. I, um, I got to find her. Uh, I want to say her name is Brittany something. I was <laughs> Somebody said on Twitter, and I agree with them 100%. The fact Angel Reese wasn't on that list for national player of the year was an injustice. It was. She should have been. I, I don't I don't know how they picked it. I mean, because it seemed like they were just picking the upper class, you know, yeah. for the way it looked. But I think in in the Caitlin Jr. Is Caitlin a senior? I think she's a junior. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Angel Reese should have been on that list. She should have been. So, so I, mean, I know the, there's a young lady on Virginia Tech who's on that list. So, I mean, I, I, I'm ready to see Angel take her anger out on this chick. I think you're gonna look at her like, oh, oh, you were finals for the Naismith? Show me. Come and show me. But yes, Iowa, South Carolina, oh, we gotta see it. I mean, Caitlin Clark is as advertised, and I'm and I'm not gonna sell short. I mean, because the, the woman had a 41 point triple double. She did. So she, she had did. she has help around her. But but you're going up, you're going up against a different beast this weekend. You going up? You going up against a different beast on Friday? Yeah, it ain't it ain't it ain't a one on one battle this here squad. And like that last game, I was cracking up because we were we were texting kind of during the game, and yep. I even said like I feel like South Carolina said enough with the foolishness and like just decided to win the game. Exactly. I mean, I I wasn't gonna say I was nervous at all. I guess I'm always just surprised when I see them down. Mm-hmm. Especially when they, I mean, they were down like a a, a a fairly good amount. I think they were down like what eight or nine. Yeah, and I was just like, really. So I was just sitting there, I was just watching. I mean, as they started rolling, I was like, okay, here we come. And it could have been so much worse because they just were uh they were sloppy with the ball. Absolutely, and I mean, once the once the score got tied, I was like, man, some rap, some rap. It's over. It's, it's, it's over from here. So I just say, yeah, so y'all y'all stand no chance. And I mean, and, and those young ladies, they just, they just went to work, man. Yeah, there she is. Uh, the young lady I was talking, Elizabeth Kitley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from uh, Virginia Tech, who uh, was uh, putting on names. I'm sorry, Angel Reese is better than her. And LSU has a better record. This is why I didn't understand. Like, really? Even though, you think LSU won any any more, any more parts of uh, that South Carolina juggernaut after they oh. got it handed to them earlier? Well, did they get hit? No, I thought that game was fairly close. Uh, let me see. South Carolina. I think they. I think they got ran by like eighteen, or more. Uh, hold on, hold on. They played eighty-eight to sixty-four. Was the final? But they played each other more than once, didn't they? I don't think so. Just once. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Who was I thinking about? Somebody else gave him a close game that I was sitting there thinking about. It might, you know, it might have been um that Maryland squad that ended up eventually losing to uh what you call. So it, it was somebody. But yeah, they, I mean they had a close one against Ole Miss, sixty-four to fifty-seven. Okay, you know what? Never mind. I think I'm, I'm getting my games confused. It was Tennessee and LSU. When when my balls upset them, <laughs> you uh, know, we, yes, in, in, in the tournament, we we went down swinging though. We went down swinging. 
You did. You did. Hey, they did Pat proud. You know, there was no, there was no quit. Even though it would have, it would have been a great look if my balls would have wanted to watch your Huskies go down. <laughs> oh, I would have never let you put that down. <laughs> hey, you know what? And watching the Huskies go down, I was like, man. But then I remember as I was watching the Huskies go down and I saw Paige on the sideline in her street clothes. I'm like, man, this should have never happened. If Paige had been playing, this would have been a totally different game. She just needs to go to the league and just, and just cut it out. Just go. Just go. I mean, I I, I, did she say she was coming back? Did she say she was coming I mean, back? I don't think I've heard any official announcement, but at this point, man, I'm not going to go as far as to call her a bust because she bought out her first year. She didn't win it. She didn't win it. But I'll be slow to put her amongst the legends of the UConn women's program. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that, okay? I mean. The, the legends got titles under their belt. Stewie. I know Paige can hurt. I'm just saying, Paige, you know, you, you just keep having a bad record. Just, just go to go the league. We all know you're going to the league anyway. Just go. Yeah. I mean, we all we all consider, like, um, Diana and, like, Sue and Maya. They, they're the, they are the top dogs. But Stewie is probably the greatest of them all. Because Stewie lost five games in her college career and came out with four four titles. It's like I won't I won't disagree with that. She got the first bust on a on a Mount Rushmore. I I won't disagree with that. But I think we are we are in the age of Don Staley. Don Staley and the South Carolina women game Gamecocks. I and, love Don. How I'm like you? I'm like if the Bulls fire Billy Donovan, today, <laughs> I'm like yo man. If you ain't on the phone with Don Staley within an hour. I mean. <laughs> if the heels fire Hubert Davis today, they need to go holler at Don. Like, that's how I feel about Don. I'm at the point now where I just want to see Don stay in South Carolina like John Thompson and Georgetown. I mean, unless it's just like an opportunity she can, like, not refuse. I just want to see her to go ahead. I mean, I know we look at the SEC, and I think, you know, Pat is will always be the bar. Mm-hmm. But it won't surprise me that Don is quickly coming up. She's coming. Oh, she is coming. And I, coming. I just love her, man. Like that timeout she called when oh when um the, oh, the class, young lady on UCLA class fell. Yeah. Yeah. Class personified. Class like, personified. You know, it's, I, I think it's just one of those things. Like she said, like you know, we can be competitive and still be compassionate. Yes. You know, we can still show compassion. You know, and I think it it just you know speaks to the just to the. You know the humanity and Don Staley, like I said, and just the professionalism and and just the the amazingness of Don Staley. I mean, you don't think she didn't know that her team was going to win, but she. I mean, the thing I love about Don is that she coached the way I coach. I mean, regardless of how good I may know my team is, you know, reminds me of my girls that I coached. You know, the last year I coached, it's like I went in the games knowing we were going to win, but I still held my girls accountable. Like, Look, I'm we're not taking no breaks off. Yeah, we know we're going to win. You no, know, we're basically playing against ourselves right now. That doesn't mean we're taking any breaks. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to see y'all come out here and compete. You know, it's like, what's going on here? <laughs> and that's not standing to a team, man. You know, I'm sitting here looking at, uh, at Iowa. You know, obviously, we got Caitlin Clark, you know, but this, uh, God forgive me if I, you know, just mess up this young lady's last name. Monica Zanano. I mean, you got to keep an eye on her. I mean, because that seems to be like her. Her uh, her her Robin, she she was eleven for twelve from the field. Beast inside at twenty five seven and four. 
Obviously, we got 26, 7, and 4. You know, he had the, uh, another, I mean, but I said, Caitlin, Caitlin, ha- Caitlin has, though, she has some weapons around her, but um, South Carolina is just a different beast. I'm sorry. They are a different beast. <laughs> now, you can't tell me these girls are looking at Caitlin Clark like, oh, we we want you. We want you. <laughs> Alita Boston was like, your numbers look all fine, but you over there playing 35 minutes. I'm only playing about 20 and getting my double-double. <laughs> so we we got the real best player in the country right here. It's like we got you. <laughs> it's like oh, like like uh, I I'm looking forward to see what Caitlin does. Caitlin's gonna earn every bucket. Yeah, and I think she's gonna get her rocks off because she she is a gun. You know what I mean? She goes. She is, I mean, but again, we were just talking about how no great of a coach. Don, you can't tell me Don said to have a game plan set up for her. Oh yeah, well, not, it will not surprise me. That I said again because they you know when Caitlin can shoot. We all know that. We know she can pull from the logo. They're gonna be there's gonna be no open shots. Iowa might be setting some screens on the help. I mean, they're gonna be there immediately. Unless that, no- or they're gonna let her go off and make sure everybody else under lock and key. Like you're gonna have to beat <laughs> us all by yourself. Well, I mean, I mean, because I mean, here's the thing. I mean, because Kayla has her hand pretty much almost in every point that Iowa scores anyway. Uh-huh. And that's why I think again, is this like I don't I believe they will double team her, you know, periodically. But I don't think they're like they're gonna go off like straight off the top and just double team her all the time. And they're gonna go at her on defense too. They are going yeah, to make South her go. Carolina, this South Carolina team can play some deep. Yeah. And I'm sitting into I, I just believe just watching the way that they played, you know, after this last game, you can't tell me but like, this game isn't gonna be personal for them. Yeah, and that's are- that's how they win. They win on the defensive end. Like they get stops, they get so many stops, and they they convert. Like basketball, like I forget what coach said it, but like basketball is a game of eight points. Like you know, like go on an eight zero run here, you know, then you know match scores, then go on another eight zero run. Like next thing you know, man, you up by sixteen, and you running away with this thing. Zaya Cook and Kiara Fletcher, I mean, you cannot tell me they are not. <laughs> Look at Kayla Clark like you show me. They trying to get to the league. They gonna get to the league off of her, off of oh, her right. back. I mean, they're, they're likely going to the league anyway. Yeah, I know. So that's South Carolina. But I mean, but you know, I mean, but like, they up in their draft stock. I mean, because I mean, like, um, they're both five nine. Caitlin six foot. So we talking about a difference of what three inches? It's not much. I mean, but every little bit helps. I mean, I just they gonna be up in her grill. Oh my god! I still got South Carolina winning. Oh, yeah. I want it to be a great game. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they blow them out. I mean, whatever. I want, I can. But I want a great game. It won't. It won't bother me if it comes down to a nail biter. I, I want to see it. I believe this game should be the, one of the highest rated games in the history of college basketball. If this game doesn't get the respect it deserves, it just shows the ignorance of some people. Agreed. Agreed. It, it needs to be on, on, on more ABC. Than the men's. Like, I wonder what, what channel is it? Is it coming on ESPN or ABC? Oh, you know they're ESPN. They're not, they didn't even get the lazy ABC. They they have. They've given them some this year. They they've had a but couple not, games. But not, but not for this. Not for this time. It's it's ESPN. It's gonna be ESPN. ESPN, man. but they're, they're gonna be on three. They're gonna be on ESPN, ESPN U, and ESPN. Yeah. They on ESPN, yeah. You know, so I mean, again, it's man, six p.m. on the thirty first. You know, you find I'm gonna be I'm gonna be texting you. Oh yeah. Hey, it's time. I'm a, I'm gonna have my popcorn ready. <laughs> I'm like, it's time for the main event. And I said, even though you know we're cheering for, for you no know, South Carolina, let's let's get one thing straight. 
if somehow Iowa pulls this off, then there ain't nothing else to say. Kayla Clarkson yeah. is playing the country. Yeah. Give it to her. And I like that she she got a little moxie too, man. Did you did you see the uh when she told I forget what uh the young lady's name is on Louisville, but she was talking, she was talking that stuff and she was like, shut up, you're down 15. Yeah. I was just like <laughs> it, it it's going to be it's going to be oh, this is gonna be so much fun. Oh, it's gonna be so much fun. We're joined by my youngest, my man, Zeke. Um to Tell him, man. So, tell Uncle Ink, that's where we're going to be. We are going to be sitting down watching Iowa, South Carolina on the 31st. Yes, yes indeed. Right yes, indeed. Oh, oh what I say? What? Oh, it's, it's basketball is just at an all time high. It has not, not failed my expectations in terms of the enjoyment I've had. Now, my team picks, not so much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but this overall enjoyment of who? Oh, absolutely. Exactly. Is, so, before. We wrap this up. Let's talk about some of the the discrepancy um, that's been going on between like the men and the women as far as like the NCAA tournament. Oh. The, the the women getting the not the not the respect due um, in, in terms of like the marketing dollars, in terms of the promotion. Um, like one thing that I've noticed just watching the games, the on ESPN when you watch women games, they're constantly promoting like the men's tournament that's going on. And then when I'm watching the men's tournament, I am not seeing the same thing being reciprocated on the other end. Like those are things that you could do to help bring more eyes to the women's game. Like, what do you think about all that's going on? I mean, I'm I'm with you 100. I mean, I don't disagree with anything you said. Um, so we were to, uh, talking about that, that uh, clip from what Bomani said earlier mm-hmm. uh, with you no know, the value of the value of the women's game. Considering uh, what was offered in terms of the media deal, yeah, you know they 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 were put into a package deal with other sports, right? Thirty four million, and based off the report, uh, Bomani was talking about they were estimated to be worth one hundred and twelve by themselves, by <laughs> a seventy eight million discrepancy. And you sitting there talking about they they, had, they were put in a package for thirty four million with other sports. Us is a smack in the face, and I think it it just it just ticks me off to no end. The people who sell the game short over the dumbest reasons, or well, they can't dunk, they can't do this. Like really, I mean, basketball is more than just dunking, right? What I love about watching the women's college game is, I mean, the women just know how to play. They're still entertaining, but it's just like they, you don't see a lot of like you no know, stupid mistakes just off just being like you no know, trying to be too flashy, you know? You don't, yeah. I mean, it's still interesting, but they just know how to play the game. And I just love the game of basketball anyway. I just appreciate seeing, you know, top-level skills on display. The, 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 women, the, women, the women deserve so much more. Collegiately, professionally, I mean, these women do their thing. I love watching the game. I really I really do. And hopefully one one day things will get right. I mean, the men, the simple money touch on the fact that the men, uh, men's tournament went for like $800 million. Yeah, and they're supposed to be worth over a billion next year. <clears throat> like I said again, I really want to know what the ratings are between this final four with the women and this final four with the men. Agree. Yes. I, honestly, tell you, I, I'm, I'm honestly telling you the truth. I'm not even sure if I will. Well, I won't be able to watch. I'll be at WrestleMania, so I'm not really gonna be watching the men's final four anyway. I'm looking forward to Friday. That's what I want to see. <laughs> Friday and Sunday. Yeah, I want to see Friday. I'm not worried about the men's final four. I don't honestly care. 
None, none of my teams made it, so I'm I have no horse in the race. I'll, I'll be following on the ESPN app. The, the women, oh my god, I, I, I'm ordering, I'm ordering some wings. I'm gonna have some pizza. I'm, I'm, we're gonna be good up in here. I hear it, man. I hear I'm, it. I'm gonna be sitting back, and, like you said, the undercard will be nice. But I'm, I'm ready for the main event. <laughs> I want, I want to see introductions. Like I want the introductions to be hype. We need where's Michael Buffer? We need Michael <laughs> Buffer like to get this thing going. Introduce you gotta introduce the challenger because that's who Caitlin Caitlin's the challenger. She Wait, is the challenger first. And then you introduce the champion. Aaliyah and Aaliyah and them Gamecocks who try to go undefeated to join a, a, a very rare list. My Tennessee Bowls, your Yukon Huskies. You know. I mean, I've got those. I think some of those USC, the USC teams in there. Yeah. I think most USC teams went undefeated. I mean, talking about an all-time great team here, and back to back, a dynasty, as you would say, because they went yes. back. To- <laughs> it, it, it it gets you in the con- You're allowed to apply. You may not get. You may not get accepted. But like the Houston Rockets in you know, ninety four, ninety five, no dynasty. I agree. I would. I would get the dynasty. Back to back allows you to apply, but you know. They're, they're, they're not a dynasty. I agree. But now, your application it, may get rejected. It is going to be exciting. I can't wait. Ladies, I, I believe you were going to give us a show to remember. Exactly. No, no, no disrespect to LSU and Virginia Tech. I'm mainly watching for Angel Reese. You know, and I think they're going to go out there and, and beat Virginia Tech, but that's I'm here for Iowa Iowa and, and South Carolina. There's it, just a lot of line. Let's just call, call spade a spade. I'm not saying that the hype around Caitlin Clark hasn't been well deserved, but I mean I think Aaliyah has been somewhat, you know, kind of a little bit disrespected, you know. She has. I mean, she got her flowers last year, as she should have. But I mean, considering the fact that she's returning and basically carrying off where she you know, left off last year, to kind of be you know, more or less kind of put behind. Just because again, I know Caitlin, you know, those will be super super stats, and obviously her highlights are somewhat more intriguing than Aaliyah's are, but I'm sorry, I'm still impressed. If you're if you're still the top dog, I'm a tri- I'm I'm impressed. If you're at the top of the mountain, that's that's what impresses me. Mm-hmm. But that's what Don was saying. Uh, I think last week your, that your we can talk more about one person. She said, like in college, yeah, they, they only they only mentioned like one person. They only promote one person. Like you can promote more than one. Absolutely, I said. And, and once you know, and once you fall, Iowa, it'll be all class. But I just want to leave to walk up to Caitlin and be like. Just give her a look like, good try. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> See you at the draft. Say, <laughs> you can have this now. <laughs> you can have it when I'm done. Like, I love it. I love it. Uh, go ahead and drop your social, sir. Yes, sir. As always, on Twitter, I am at the M-C-G-O-D, as in David, I-V, as in Victor, A, at the T-H-E, Mikadiva. And I am at JSUG at J-A-Y-S-U-G-G, also on the Twitter. And until the next time, we out.